Hello and welcome to the Unusual Stories podcast. I am your host, Wojciech Salski, and in these episodes I will share my writing as well as thoughts on different topics that come to me as I put a pen onto a page each day. At the end of each reading, I will offer you a little insight to my thoughts and a nudge of inspiration to look into your own life and hopefully entertain ideas of your own choosing. You just have to keep punching, keep kicking. I don't want to see you rest until that bell rings. The hall was filled once more. It has been three years since his title was earned. Now it was the time to help his team earn theirs. The journey to Leeds was an interesting one. The boy took an overnight bus, stayed in a few cafes and hotel lobbies during the coldest parts of the night, and arrived in the city sometime around the sunrise. It was way too early to go anywhere at the time, so he went to the train station. Anything to be there on time, he fought in the sleepiness-hazed mind. Anything to participate in the competition once more. The team, to which he once belonged, met him outside the sports center. They looked better rested than him, but not as much as he expected. They too have traveled without a stop, leaving Aberystwyth only a few hours earlier, so the longing for slumber appeared to touch all their hearts and minds. No matter, thought the boy, it's time to go and win this. His dear friend was there, which made all the difference. Ultimately, if it wasn't for him, the boy would have probably let that trip go. He didn't know the majority of the team and at this point his club presence was a mere memory, soon to be forgotten legend of the years past. Upon the introduction, he mentioned to them that he is willing to coach and assist any of their fighters. That was, after all, what he came here to do. It was what the trip was all about. To help someone else experience the thrill and satisfaction of success. To empower them. Some of the fighters already had a level of rapport developed with the coaches, hence the boy didn't want to intervene in those. Instead, he was randomly assigned to the few trainees and went about helping them through their fights. Before it all began, he addressed the team explaining what determined the success for him those few years back. Enthusiasm. Regardless of how well you fight, or how long you've trained for, being the one that keeps going at it when your opponent is tired, he pointed out. That's what will determine your win. Just keep fighting. The fights within different divisions started. Some teammates managed to get through the initial rounds, some didn't. It was like a lottery where some had better odds than others. But it was still quite a lottery. Height or weight should not determine a fighter's success. But as imperfect this world is, they did. Some were simply paired with an opponent that had the upper hand. One's reach is a reliable predictor of success whenever the experience and skill of the fighters seems to match. His friends tried their best, their teammates screaming their throats off throughout the rounds. It was helpful for their morale, it was working. The boy coached five or six people during those early stages of the competition. Two of them managed to fight their way through. 
They were on their way to the finals. They were on their way to victory. At one point, he pondered the interesting dynamic which developed from a few simple commands, a bunch of advice and a little motivational screaming. He pondered how, over the course of mere hours, they got so close with one another. Misery likes company, he chuckled, and there is nothing more empowering than having someone else be there for you when the going gets hard. He grew especially fond of one of his fighters. Maybe it was because of her lack of experience, maybe it was because of how diligently she listened to his advice, maybe it was because everyone loves an underdog. He couldn't put his finger on it, but there was something that told him she was going to win this competition, and it is going to be a wonderful success for them all. A coach can only do so much, he reasoned inaudibly. If the fighter doesn't want to listen, has no trust for their mentor or simply isn't motivated enough, the coaching will fail. There were a few moments when this inner discourse about dedication, work ethic and advisory came to his mind, but one scraped itself on the glass window of his soul to be remembered and reminisced for the years to come. The girl was about to fight a much taller opponent. She was successful with two fighters before, and it was time to prove her worth in quarterfinals. She was visibly distressed and the apprehension in the team was rising. They knew who she was about to fight, which made it a little better. An enemy you know is better than the enemy you don't know, the boy noted. They were standing by the mat at the time. Another fight was about to finish, it was almost time for her to go. Remember what we talked about, he faced her worried eyes. Same stuff, different fight. I want you to get closer to her if she's kicking too much. I want you to keep up the combinations and not stop fighting until that bell rings. I'll be here, just keep doing what you're doing. It's going great. Do not think about the final, do not think about the next round. One step at a time. Win this round. And then, we will worry about the future. Thank you for listening to my story. First of all, hello and welcome back. I, it's been a while, definitely. And um, I've sort of explained what I've been up to. But um, long story short, I've been quite overwhelmed with a lot of things. And... Uh, I guess that's life, you know? The good thing about running your own podcast is you can choose whether or not you go to work at that day. And if anything, I'm glad to be back because this is actually helpful for myself. So it wasn't supposed to be the first episode of the season, funnily enough. And um, it only became so because I've recently been to the competition and I've recently experienced this. And um, it was wonderful amazing really first of all congratulations to to all of those that won and uh, they did the greatest job they could at the time anyone really everyone (laughs) they tried their best and i guess that's the best way of going about any competition or any sort of try so with this story i'm touching on a few different aspects but 
I want to start with the final one and actually the most uh, important one really I think the one that uh, I need to remind myself more often of as well and maybe that is why I've decided this is gonna be the the first episode of the season so in the story at the end there is the scene that uh, we're sort of preparing my friend for her quarterfinal fight and uh, it seems like this one's gonna be more difficult than any other because her opponent was taller and that actually does make a difference you know if you've ever fought anyone if you've ever tried any martial arts that uh, expect you to be standing up and kicking and punching or even just punching if you're much taller than the opponent it's much much more difficult for the shorter person it's a it's a different kettle of fish they say <laughs> Uh, it's a different kettle of fish. So basically, what happens there is, you know, we have a chat. I don't remember exactly what was said. There was a few more words. Obviously, this is just my take on it uh, with an artistic touch and some beautiful words. But the basic idea was just don't think about it. You know, don't think about the second round. Don't think about the next minute. Just focus on the moment and just do your best where you are right now and um, this is such an important thing I believe we've already touched on it a few times in the podcast and I think we will come back to it again and again I think it's one of those things that should be reminded to us often and in this racing striving for more and constantly evolving society and world I think it's quite difficult to remember about it you know this is the the presence the calm presence and the awareness of being in the moment that uh, so many of us long for and so few actually manage to appreciate i just wanted to point out here that uh, if you are doing anything at all if you're trying to write a book if you're trying to create your business if you're trying to pass those exams anything really it can be in accordance to your art your work your relationships your everyday workouts whatever it all comes down to doing things one at a time you cannot write an essay read a book and do 20 push-ups at the same time i mean maybe you could try and go to uh, some talent show to show it but it wouldn't be much of an effective one i don't think you would learn much and i don't think uh, your body in the long run would manage to manage that (laughs) fair enough if you would like to try i'd love to see it so if you did try send me an email so what i'm trying to say is just uh, take things as they are one step at a time And it doesn't mean don't plan ahead, you know, nothing at all. We still in a competition as we've experienced or in an application for a job, bear in mind that there will be some other action to take later or some next step. But when you are in the moment, let's say at an interview for a job, This is no time to think about the second stage of that job application, if there is one. 
if you are doing the second stage of the job location, this is no time to be thinking about the third stage. The time for thinking about those things is prior. <laughs> when you are actually doing something, just focus on doing it. And you will do it best if you focus on that moment. The second aspect here that I would like to echo in your heart and mind and soul or whatever you feel echoes the words of my being communicating with you is this idea of encouragement and uh, really being there for another person. It's very cliche to say, I guess, that uh, we all need someone that could pat us on our back from time to time and say we're doing well or just you know in the moments of quite a big turmoil for someone to say it's going to be okay it's going to be all right or <laughs> or to remind us that actually we were usually the ones to do so and suddenly you know it's very easy to preach and but we often fall prey to things that uh, blindside us, even though, you know, for other people we would tell them what to do in those moments. Like, take me for an example. I'm, I bet there are a few people that would say that I'm quite an optimistic person, yet uh, when the going gets hard, I'm not really <laughs> that optimistic, um, or at least I forget to be. And uh, I'm pretty sure that my flatmate and my best friend would probably I acknowledge that and agree and I deeply appreciate uh, the help that I've been given over the past few weeks or months really. So I would like to encourage you to acknowledge that empowerment and uh, support that others are giving you and uh, as well give that support and encouragement to others when they are in, in doubt of any kind. It's. Um, it's especially true with people that uh, you're close with and you're often with. And uh, a great example from my life that recently happened that was quite a powerful experience. And uh, I don't know, maybe for it was more, mostly for me a powerful experience. Maybe for my friend Kuba it was nothing at all. But uh, we've been applying for different jobs because we're working together in a cafe, but it's not necessarily our you know, long-term thing. And we have different aspirations, we have different challenges on our way. And um, his application went through, and he actually got the first job he applied for, and then he got the second job he applied for. And um, in that day of uh, celebration, let's say, of his, when you know, you would expect me as a good friend to celebrate with him and to, to really cheer for him in that beautiful moment. I was kind of downer. I like, looking back, I, I wouldn't want to be next to that person when I'm celebrating something because I was struggling a lot with my applications and I was actually getting rejection after rejection and it was a difficult time for me. I also realized that I've lost another job at the time and, uh, you know, fair play. Those are all fair reasons to not be the happiest person in the room. But I should also, just as a good friend, let's say, acknowledge and cheer for my friend in spite or regardless of my 
situation. Or at least not spread that bad vibe. And we all know what that spreading of bad vibe means, you know? Someone enters the room, they have a gloomy face, and if you're having a good day, you know, maybe it's not the nicest thing to be talking about, about someone else's misery. And uh, so, you know, the powerful moment came, I think, a, a day or two later, when I sort of shook myself off and I clim climbed out of the pity party <laughs> hole and um, and I just told him, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I wasn't there to celebrate with you, to, to go get uh, drunk in a, in a restaurant and, uh, you know, cheer for your success. And I guess this uh, part of the podcast is also a little saying sorry to him as well because he's probably one of the biggest fans of mine as well in the podcast which is which is a beautiful beautiful thing to have so you know coming back to this competition and uh, cheering for others giving them the encouragement and uh, acknowledgement that they need i would encourage you to do so more often and even if your day is not going great. If someone is celebrating that you care for, or if you want to extend it even further, if someone is celebrating something, period, just celebrate with them, you know? At least with a smile, with a friendly gesture. Even if inside you're really struggling with your own stuff, don't dim someone else's light in those moments and uh, you will find that people appreciate you more for sure and you will find that there is a lot a lot of satisfaction and self-appreciation to be to be gained from those moments when you help someone else achieve something or you help someone else in in a this difficult uh, or desperate situation so some of you might be wondering whether or not the girl won <laughs> and she did she actually uh, got through the difficult fight i think the other girl didn't have enough spirit to continue um, and then there was another and another and she won even the, the final and that was literally my dream coming through in a sense because i remember when I was winning the final on that ring with a lot of noise and flashy lights and everything, I remember that um, I appreciated a lot those people in the corner that stood there for me at the time, my, my friends. And uh, being there for her, even though we basically got to know one another, what, seven hours earlier, it was a beautiful experience and uh, it was also just beautiful to be there to see that because in some wicked way because I've been leading this club a few years back and because I've committed my efforts to making it the way it became and her success was partially my success and the success of the team overall and it's an amazing experience you know you go fight on a competition which is a UK's championship with clubs that have plenty of money and actual coaches and you represent a small uni that basically has this hierarchy of coaching based on whoever is the most experienced in the room, <laughs> hence me being the teacher for a year. Um, 
I was far from being a, you know, an, a professional, experienced coach. And um, it makes you wonder, you know, you can do so much more and you can achieve so much just by working diligently, helping one another and uh, keeping that enthusiasm going. I think this is the biggest part of anything. And um, I've heard somewhere that enthusiasm stems from a Greek word inspired by God or, uh, you know, sort of um, uh, imbued with, with spirit and inspirited, let's say. And um, I would encourage you to be more enthusiastic about life, about anything you do, because this is the, this is the icing. <laughs> the thing that makes you sparkle <laughs> when you go into the room and uh, I can feel it you know I believe it deeply I think this is what got her the victory this and a bit of screaming and uh, obviously her technique but ultimately it comes down to to what's inside to what's in your mind and in your heart and I think it was Conor McGregor that said that uh, those fights in MMA um, are not you know, won on the ring, they're won in the mind and I'm pretty sure he was quoting someone else but uh, I do believe that in any sense, in any place really if you believe you can, you can, you know, Confucius said that he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right and um, I would like you to think about that So yeah, other than that, I yet again thank you for tuning in. It's good to be back. I hope that uh, throughout the next week you will experience more enthusiasm, you will share more joy and encouragement and support with others and you will take one step at a time towards whatever you believe in or whatever you want to achieve, be or have or do and um, other than that stay happy stay healthy and I'll see you next time <laughs>